Welcome, one and all, DW60's Press Row. However you may be listening, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Glad you're here. Find out what's happening over at the Walt Disney World Resorts. I'm Jeff. She's Nicole. I am. Hello. We are here with another week of news from the Walt Disney World Resort. Rumors, birthdays. We got it all. Lots of different things. Hope you've all had a fantastic week. And, uh... <laughs> hope you're staying dry. Hope you're staying dry. Hope you're going to stay safe. You know, because yeah. it's it's uh, it's going to be an interesting week for the state of Florida. We're going to talk about what's going on with that a little bit later. The, the weather used to be a, a staple part of DW60 back in the day. Oh, I, I do remember a uh, long time ago, I do a weekly forecast. Yeah. For Orlando. Uh, I know Sandy Alexander, she does a weekly forecast on her show, oh, Disney Trip she? Tips. She does, yeah. She talks about Disney World weather every single week. Um, you can hear her show Thursday mornings on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com and on the Sorcerer Radio app. It happens at 8 a.m. this Eastern time. But yeah, how was your week? Was it pretty good? It was. It was good. It's staying busy. Um doing a little bit of of traveling for work so just on the road a lot yeah you were a little road road warrior i mean she was driving all over south mississippi this way that way crossways i mean just all over the place like crazy but when i'm in the car like that it gives me a good time to catch up on my podcasts i wish i i mean heck i do a podcast and i don't really listen to podcasts i wish i was more of a podcast person we listen to them when we're in the car like when we're on road trips that's usually when we well, you listen to them. I, I just, I'm just kind of there because <laughs> the ones you listen to are not my all time favorites. Not your jam. You, you just have a different style of, you know, podcast that you like to listen to than I would. That's all. Yeah. My brain you know. moves quickly. So I like listening to things that also move quickly. Yeah. Because you can get a lot of different information, you know, out of various types of different shows and stuff like that. (laughs) Ours included. I mean, we're throwing stuff at you left and right all the time. Yeah. Just the way it is. But, um, yeah, last week was pretty good week. Um, sorry. Football season has begun. Hallelujah. You know, uh, we spices back at Starbucks. Other than I had some this morning. Uh, anyway, (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, college football season started on Saturday. I watched a little bit of the uh, Navy-Notre Dame game, which Mm. was mm, sad for Navy. Yeah. (laughs) At least they didn't get, uh, you know, end up with a big goose egg on the scoreboard. They did get a field goal. Uh, That was kind of nice. But uh, 
Uh, we did get to watch a little bit of game day, you know, kind of kind of a preseason game day is what it was. Right. Which game day from the studio. Yeah. Uh, this Saturday, though. Um, Both of our teams are playing. You know, full, full game day form going on for ESPN and, and all the other major uh, channels. And there's just going to be games on all day long. So for like from 10 a.m. until like midnight, full of college football from now until February. I love it. It's just football time is so much fun around here. Football time is here. Already talking about, you know, okay, well, what do we want to eat for this specific Saturday or Sunday? I'm like looking ahead at the schedules. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But I'm looking ahead at the, the, I have the Arkansas and the Oregon schedules both on my calendar. (laughs) And so in the same day, Oregon is playing Colorado. And then Arkansas is playing LSU. Oh, golly. The same day. Whew. That's going to be an interesting day. Yeah. Wow. There's going to be a lot of yelling going on in the Davis. Coach Prime. Overhyped. Yeah. Overhyped. But that's why the game will be big and probably televised. Oh, I don't doubt it. I mean, just his name alone gets him TV time. Arkansas LSU is always a good game. Always usually a good game. Yeah. And, of course, NFL starts uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, Not this Thursday, but the next Thursday. Thursday Night Football on September the 7th. We had our... um, Fantasy draft this last weekend. We are playing in the Sorcerer Radio uh, Fantasy Football League this year. We did yeah. our draft this past weekend. That was fun. Nicole's a first timer on the SR Fantasy Draft. Oh, yeah. Uh, just in, my first league time this in this league. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we play each other on week three. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how that Sunday is going to go in this house. Just get it right out of the gate. The draft itself yeah. was fun. It was. We I was had, like, don't you, t- don't you do it. <laughs> don't were, you take it. There was like a player or two that you took from me, and I took like one from you, I think. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Yeah, definitely I, not my first go around with fantasy, but. I gave myself a B minus on my draft. I, I feel like a B plus. I did good. You had an earlier pick, so you started off better than I did. I did. I had the third pick. I was number 10 out of 12. Yeah. So, um, early second round. But, uh, you know, hey, with football season starting, um, you're going to be visiting Walt Disney World. Um, great time to go over to the ESPN Worldwide Sports Complex. You know, oh, check was, things out over there. I was like, the, the restaurant's gone. The bar's gone. <laughs> but you're talking about the... Yeah, yeah. That's funny. I did see that... The is it the military world games or what's it called? It's something veteran so, games. Some type of military games are going to be going on again this year at the uh, ESPN complex there, Walt Disney World, uh, and I hear it's it's a pretty good time. I'll look into it uh, over on the uh, Disney World website. If you're into sports, I've never been there. I've never set foot on property that part of the property whatsoever. Oh, to the sports. The yeah. Wide World of Sports. I've never been to it. I've been, um, I went to a cheerleading competition there, um, like as a spectator. And then I went to a Tiger Spring training game when they were there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty nice complex, isn't it? It is. It's beautiful. You know, if you're um, a run Disney person, that's where you go for their Oh, yeah. Expo. Yeah. That place gets really crowded. I don't know. Do they have like exhibits for you to do or participation time. I mean, 
I'm just I'm just not very well educated because I've never been. It's really not. It's a bunch of gymnasiums and um, fields and concession right. stands and stuff like that. Um, and it's set up for like any any type of sport you can imagine. Like I mean, oh, is it the war the Warrior Games? The Warrior Games. That's it. Yeah. The DoD Warrior Games. There you go. That's what it is. I was like trying to Google. Um, but yeah, it's just set up for I mean, soccer, football, basketball, wrestling, cheer, dance, like anything. NBA did their season over there during COVID. Yes, you know, they did. Got it set up nice for them. Um, the NFL's Pro Bowl has been there. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. So they use it for any and everything. Sounds like fun. Sounds like fun. All right, we got Disney news to talk about. Um, I got milkshake news. You want to start it off? Milkshake? Milkshake news. Okay. What you got? Because I love milkshakes. Over at the Plaza Restaurant in the Magic Kingdom, new milkshakes have been added to the menu. So there's chocolate pecan brownie, key lime, and strawberry shortcake have been added to the menu, along with the uh, favorites chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, and mint chocolate chip. I bet mint chocolate chip and key lime are probably very refreshing in the Florida I would think so. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Sorry. They have the chocolate pecan brownie, which has hand-dipped chocolate ice cream blended with spiced pecans, brownies, and chocolate sauce. The key lime shake has vanilla ice cream blended with key lime curd and graham cracker crumbs. And the strawberry shortcake milkshake has strawberry ice cream blended with vanilla cake and real strawberries. Each milkshake is topped with whipped cream that contains an additional sweet treat. So there's brownies on top of the chocolate pecan brownie. There's a strawberry on top of the strawberry shortcake and graham cracker sticks on top of the key lime. They also added a chocolate layer cake, a cotton candy cheesecake, a crab cake sandwich, and a pot roast stack. Almost at steak. Pot roast stack. So listen to this pot roast stack. Slow roasted beef piled high on thick cut toast with mashed potatoes, caramelized onion gravy, and onion rings. So it sounds like almost like an open face sandwich. Yeah, a little bit. Like it sounds a like that. Yeah. Hot roast yeah. burger. Oh, it almost sounds like diner food. Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. Depends on the diner. Yeah. <laughs> I like diner food. And then they have the crab cake sandwich, which we had a crab cake blt on our wedding menu and that was very good i think that's what most people had yeah yeah it was it was um i think did i i didn't even eat it all but i remember that it was delicious though i had french it was toast. really good glad i got that yeah i had fruit french toast we had we had brunch so we had crab cake blt we had this like berry compote French toast, and then we had a buffalo chicken tender sandwich. Mm. And only one person got that, and it was for I think their child um, to just have the chicken tenders. And we were like, "What's going on?" And we found out later from some of our guests that the staff were the like people taking the orders were telling people that it was really messy and not to get it. And we're like, "Oh, makes sense." <laughs> I yeah. mean, I get it. We but didn't like, think about that. <laughs> No, and it's like, well, don't we put it on the menu? Like, if they want to get it, get it. But it was just. Funny. I mean, you're wearing white. I'm I am. in a rented, you know, suit, and you know, probably not the best choice to get that. Yeah, that was funny. I was like, nobody yeah. got it. So weird. But so mm. most people got the crab cake BLT, and it was delicious. Very good. Very good. 
So that was a little bit of uh, a food news. You know, I always like to have a little bit of food news in there. I think that. Mm, what? Trying to decide on which one of these shakes I would want. The chocolate butter pecan brownie seems like it'd be too much. Oh, I think that's where I'm going. But the strawberry shortcake or the mint chocolate chip would probably be. And obviously the strawberry because I love strawberry shakes. Yeah, strawberry ice cream is my favorite. But I think, like I said, I think mint chocolate chip or key lime would just be the most refreshing in Florida. All of those cost $7. I don't think that's bad Mm-mm. at all. It looks like the, the new ones, the pecan brownie, key lime, strawberry shortcake, those are going to be considered specialty shakes, so they're going to be eight twenty five. but still. Uh, I'm okay with that. I'm good. And I yeah. think, if memory serves me, I believe the plaza is one of those places where you get your milkshake, and then they give you the rest <laughs> in the tin can, yeah. in the tin yeah. thing. So you really get, like, two milkshakes. I can handle it. I do believe. Yeah, if it's hot outside, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm drinking it all. Taking those milkshakes down. You know, I can do that during the winter. So, I mean, that's, that's oh, easy. Oh, yeah, when it's not hot and yeah, it's well. not melting immediately. Yeah. Amazing. Such good stuff. Did okay. you, you had a little bit of food news, I thought. I did. And that, that was on uh, Friday show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let's move over to Epcot. Okay. Epcot um, over in the Imagination Pavilion. Vanellope Von Schweetz. Her meet and greet is now permanently closed the the kind of prevailing rumor is that this is closed to make way for the brand new figment meet and greet life-size figment is coming do you so okay <laughs> do you think it's going to be life-size figment or do you think it's going to be an animatronic so right i don't know right after i left disneyland in may they were doing a play test in California Adventure of an audio animatronic Groot that would like walk around and dance and hang out. And he was probably like, like three, three feet tall. Okay. And it makes me wonder if that is similar technology to what they would use for figment. Technology, I would say yes. Size-wise, absolutely not. I would think if they use something like that, it'd be like the size of BB-8. Because uh, I think he's about the size of that in the attraction itself. Yeah. About the same size as BB-8. I feel like if they're hyping this up and it's just like a thing that stands there and makes noise, I'm going to be sad. It either needs to be um, a life-size character or like an interactive audio animatronic. How awesome would it be if it just randomly and just didn't get leaked at all? This Dreamfinder and Figment. Oh, oh my man. gosh. Well, that's what it used to be. <laughs> it was, yeah. It used to, when they did the Dreamfinder and Figment meet and greet, it was right there outside of the Imagination Pavilion, mm-hmm. just standing around, you know, and, and, and doing pictures with everybody. And it was a it was a puppet yeah. that he held. And it was very realistic. It looked really good, even for the 80s and early 90s. You know, um, it was great. If we're bringing back old meet and greets or old characters in Epcot, can we look at the Muppet Mobile Lab? I would want that, yeah. I mean, I really thought we would see the Muppet Mobile Lab come back with this um, pickle milkshake Oh, for that, situation. that place of the Odyssey. Yeah. yeah. And no, none of it. Nothing. Like, it's not yeah. even in there, like, on display. You know it's sitting in the warehouse collecting dust. Yeah. That's all it's doing. Or it's been, like, parted out. 
I would not think that they would part that thing out. I really don't. I don't know. Because Disney is so bad about just randomly popping things up out of nowhere. Like they did it a couple of years ago with the mobile lab. Yeah. It just popped up out of nowhere for no specific reason. They just said, get the mobile ad, take it out. They're like, wonder if this thing still works. Yeah. I wonder, I'd be interested to ask uh, if the Muppet Mobile Lab operation had any relation to Push. That was by a different company. Ah. I didn't know if they were cousins. No. No affiliation whatsoever. Related. So that, that, the Muppet Mobile Lab was strictly, you know, Disney Jim Henson. Ah. That's what that was. Push was done by a separate third-party company. Mm-hmm. And, and like leased or like Exactly. Exactly. Design. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. So. Uh, R.I.P. Push. Yeah. He's in somebody's garage somewhere. Yep. Um, I, I, I don't know if I'm right or wrong about this. Something tells me that at one time I saw a post on Facebook mm-hmm. and DJ Elliot has got Push the Talking Trash Can at home. Yes, so that was that's his. Yeah. So that he, was his specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Like he. Okay, I was, figured I was. He right. was the operator. Yeah. Um, of push. So, th- that's where could, he is. He said at one point we could bring push on the show. Did he say that? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I need to talk to him then. You do. You I need to. Like, if you re- did, he say that the meet uh, at the meet and greet that he did with us. Yeah, when he came out for our Sorcerer Radio event. Oh, the tenth anniversary thing. Yeah. Twentieth. No, that was the t- that, no. no. What was it? It was not the tenth. Maybe fifteen. It was probably fifteen. Probably fifteen. Because we were with DJ Sorcy, yeah. and Al John was out there with us, and he showed up at the uh, Animal Kingdom. Come no. say hi. Al John was not there. Al John was there. Maybe I'm getting mixed up. I thought he was. I know Scott from DVC Rentals was there. I thought I thought Al John was there. I can't remember. It's been so long. The whole Sorcy fam was I'm there. I'm 48 now. Okay, <laughs> I'm 48. I can't remember what I did three hours ago. <laughs> it's terrible. Bad memory. Uh, that was many moons ago. It was. It was. All right. Anyway, yeah, I need to talk to him about that. So yeah, Vanellope's out. Figment's in, but we don't know when. But that's the rumor that that's why that meet and greet is closed. Yeah. To make way for Figment. And then the news piece de resistance that came out in between. We talked about this on the podcast last weekend, but it we, it came out between Friday's show and the podcast. The trams are returning. So, so good you mentioned it twice. Had, had to bring that up. <laughs> TBD, you know, we will let you know when they're actually back, but... Disney re-announced that well, they're returning. I did see that, and I, I've got uh, oh. testing was going on about seven hours ago, as ah. of today on August the 28th. So we're doing this in the evening, and they said about seven hours ago that uh, that they were testing the tramps. So Exciting. It's, it's soon. It's very If they're testing, it's soon. Maybe the first part, well, after the storm, you know, it's going to make a difference, but yeah. Oh. And I've always just, I, I've never understood what's taken so long. No, I don't know. I don't know. Because you, you keep saying that they, they said last year, we'll have them back before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Have them back before the end of the year. End of the year came and went and Disney's never said a word. No, it wasn't even like, oh, sorry. And even while we were there last year in December, 
the majority of construction for that turnaround area for the trams because they were no longer going okay. to do the regular drop-off point underneath the monorail right. where they used to do it. They were moving it to a different area. It was pretty much done. Yeah. But they still could have ran the trams even though that construction was going on. I don't know. It's weird. So hopefully they'll actually come back this time. So that Epcot parking lot, I tell you what. <laughs> it's big. It's a big one. <laughs> Hollywood Studios really isn't so bad. Not as bad as Animal Kingdom. Yeah. That's bigger, I think. Um, yeah, September. Very soon if they're testing. Good news. What else you got? That was it. That's all? That was all on my end. Okay. I think you have... A, and, and over to Jeff with the weather. <laughs> yeah, we do. We actually do need to talk about the weather. And, and this mainly um, is for the residents of Florida. Uh, parts of Georgia, South Carolina... Uh, as well. Uh, so according to the National Hurricane Center, Tropical Storm Adelia is forecast to become a hurricane uh, over the Gulf of Mexico in the next couple of days. It's going to be making landfall in Florida around August the 30th, which is Wednesday, sometime in the a.m. from what they're saying. Um, now on the latest cone of unpredictability. Baby cone. <laughs> Uh, this storm is going to be making landfall on the west coast of Florida around 7 a.m. on Wednesday. Hurricane Center did advise that the west coast and the panhandle of Florida could be experiencing some significant storm surge, flooding from heavy, heavy rain, hurricane force winds as early as Tuesday. Uh, so we, you just don't know really where it's going to end up within that cone of uncertainty uh, when you look at the uh, the forecast. Um, so residents of the west coast of Florida, everywhere from Tampa, Orlando, up to Tallahassee, Jacksonville, uh, Gainesville, St. Augustine, all through that area, you know, be prepared just in case. Um, if it stays on its current track, Orlando is going to experience, they're under a tropical storm warning right now. Uh, they are going to experience some nasty storms, some high winds, and stuff like that. So, like I said, it's uncertainty where it's going to go. It's just missing Orlando. Uh, Walt Disney World's hurricane policy says that a hurricane warning must be issued for cancellation or change fees to be waived. Be waived. But uh, Walt Disney World did announce today that it has activated a storm policy ahead of the arrival of the tropical storm. Like I said. Typically, it would be, you know, a hurricane warning uh, where, you know, guests need to know. Right. And where you could, you know, not have to worry about cancellation fees and everything else. For So for them to do it for a tropical storm warning was interesting. Here's the announcement. This is what they had to say. Uh, Disney World, uh, get, I'm sorry, guests may reschedule their trip to... Uh, trip or cancel their stay with us, any customary cancellation fees are going to be waived. Uh, They did not give any specific dates uh, as to what would qualify under the policy. So what you need to do is you need to talk to your travel agent sitting across from me Me. and uh, or Walt Disney World cast members to let you know. It does not say whether or not the policy applies to like dining reservations and stuff like that. But the thing is, is that you can cancel those up to two hours before the dining time and avoid a fee. So you don't have to worry. Wouldn't worry about that as much. 
some parts of Florida are really actually preparing for what possibly could be a category form uh, four storm. So you know why I think Disney is doing this even though they're not in that cone? Well, well, I'm curious because you may line up with what I'm thinking. I think it's because the storm is north of them. So anybody coming in is going to be canceled, delayed, have trouble traveling through that to get to them. Yeah, I, I kind of thought that as well. Um, a lot of spinoff from this storm is going to be hitting the Orlando area and Walt Disney World. It's going to be causing a lot of problems. But in the last couple of years, and last year specifically, uh, what the state of Florida had to deal with when it came to tropical systems mm-hmm. was significantly bad. It was, and yeah. I think this is Disney being proactive at the potential of this storm being really big yeah I'm and, and, and catastrophic in some areas why not go ahead be prepared for a possible category four and go ahead and let people know stay safe if you don't need to come don't come right and i saw you know, you know room rates disney will get to a point probably i don't know tuesday night maybe where they'll um if if things are getting bad you won't be able to make room uh reservations Uh, But I did see someone post that room rates were extremely low, um, which is good that they're allowed because there is um, the the west coast of Florida has um, some mandatory evacuations in place already. I was telling Jeff before we started that, you know, where where my apartment was in Florida that I lived in before I moved up to Mississippi is in a mandatory evacuation already. Yeah. So and we're we're two days out from the storm. So, um, you know, there are already people that are needing to to leave and evacuate their homes. So I'm glad Disney's making that available for them. Um, I do have clients in the park right now and my like best words of advice that I think made them feel a little more at ease um, is because they're from up north. Um, I said, you know, this is not Disney's first rodeo. No, the storm. no, it's not. You're in the best place. Like they're going to take care of you. You may have to extend a day or so because they're supposed to go home Wednesday. So, um, but I'm like, you know, they've they've done this before. Whether you look at oh, that, sure, like, yeah, yeah. Fortunately or unfortunately, like they've done this before. So, um, you know, it's not new to them. Whereas, you know, being from Wisconsin, you're probably not sure. Used to sure, absolutely, but, absolutely. Um, so that was, I think, that made them feel a lot better too. She was like, okay, good, thanks. <laughs> I am going to say this because it came up last year after we mentioned this, and I'm going to say it again. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you're told to be if you're told you need to evacuate, evacuate. Right. And call Disney, try and get a room because those buildings are built to withstand these type of storms. Mm-hmm. Do not be that person who takes up a room just to get news information out to your people out to people of what Disney is doing during a hurricane. Don't take a room away from somebody. Right. Just because you want clicks on your website. If you legitimately are in danger and need to evacuate, or you're just not very confident on the home that you're living in, you know, then yes, leave and go get a room. But don't do it just because you want clicks on your website or stuff for the stuff on YouTube or, you know, stuff for your podcast and everything else. Leave those rooms available for those people, please. Because yeah. they need them. Yeah, it's it's that's what they're there for. Yeah, exactly. You know, Disney is going so. to be putting their own employees up in them that are needed to, you know, skeleton crews to run the resort. Um, they're 
are very few um, accessible rooms, mm-hmm. you yep. know, at each resort, Disney or not. So, you know, don't take up those type of rooms. Like, and like I said, there's areas like where I lived in, in the West Coast, like the edge of Tampa, that are already you know, 48 hours out under mandatory evacuation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And those so. are the people that need rooms. Yeah. Those are the ones that need the rooms. I mean, my neighborhood yeah. had a boat launch. Like, we were on the water. Yeah, you sure were. Yeah. <laughs> we would have been flooded. Exactly. Yeah. So, everybody, just be safe. Uh, you know, make sure you got all your provisions ready to go. Uh, guests, if you're listening, um, listen to Disney. They're going to be giving you a lot of information. Uh, they're going to be you know, providing meals for you to get uh, in the case that the parks are closed and nobody can go anywhere. And they tell you, please stay in your room. They tell you that for a reason. Don't go venturing out, you know, and everything else. Just stay in your room. Be safe. And you can continue your vacation after this thing has rolled through. Watch your Mickey cartoons. Yeah. You know. Lots of lots on. of content on the TVs in there. <laughs> and I'm sure everybody's got their phones and they can TikTok and everything else. You know, just be safe. That's what we want you to do. And, and we hope everybody gets through everything okay um, during the storm. So, All right, enough of uh, hurricane talk. I don't like this time of year. Yeah. This was interesting to see. There are brand new credit card readers that are being rolled out at the Walt Disney World Resort. They started coming out uh, and noticed back on August the 21st. Mm-hmm. And from what we're reading, it's designed to make the ex- experience more efficient, more secure, and a little bit faster as well. Uh, there's new uh, features on tap-to-pay touch points along the top of the reader. And it allows people to use their magic band, their phones, um, the chips and the cards, like your ATM card, stuff like that, in order to complete uh, transactions. Uh, the new card readers also recognize uh, magic bands, a lot easier and quickly so you don't have to wait around uh, when making purchases so that's good you can still swipe your card if you want to uh, swipe area is located just below the tap point and a chip reader is below the number pad for cards with chips as well they also say that this has a front facing camera mm-hmm. on the brand new reader which you can see just above the swipe area and they say it's used for 1D and 2D code scanning. I don't know what that means. I have no idea. I don't either, but these same type <laughs> of readers have popped up at our local post offices and are like marshals randomly. Does something like this help with fraud? I don't know. If somebody else were to grab a hold of like your ATM card or something like that and swipe it, and maybe it doesn't require a pin, maybe it's credit card or something like that. Maybe and it just eventually. Ap- approves it. And it takes a picture of you when you use the card. So if your card is stolen and your bank can go back and look, okay, well, you lost it on this day. There were purchases made on it the next day. We can go back and look and see who it was that was actually doing it and be able to get your, your card back and you know charges against the person that was using it. That's what my thinking was initially as to why they're doing it. I, I think eventually that technology will, will be able to be used. Right, like just like they can scan your fingerprint. Like, is that too much of an invasion of privacy, though? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure it's like a lot borderline. Of, you know, I think a lot of people would not like it. I don't think a lot of people would like it at all. But I understand why it makes sense in the case of fraud. If somebody were to get a hold of one of your cards and use them, police would be able to identify the person and apprehend them and take care of the problem. 
But I just know a lot of people may not like the fact that their picture is being taken. I don't know. Yeah. But folks, here's the thing, though. There are cameras all over Walt Disney World. <laughs> They're all over the place. You just can't see them. So your picture's being taken anyway. Right. So it's okay. It's all right. I just touch back on the hurricane real quick just because I just saw this. Yeah. Allegedly, Jim Cantori is in Cedar Key, <sighs> Florida. No. Which is a little... Uh, southwest of Gainesville, like on the coast, a little southwest of Gainesville. No. Oh gosh, Get almost out. like, <laughs> like even with, um, like Ocala ish. I hate to say this, and I'm sure Jim Cantori probably gets a good chuckle out of it. People see him and they just run. <laughs> That's what he said. He's like, I'm getting a lot of questions about where I'm going to be. Yes, I'm going to Florida. Yeah, obviously, you're going to be going to Florida. I mean, come on. Give me a break. But the guy gets a bad rap for no reason. He's just covering, you know, he's trying to keep you informed. You met him. I did. Here. Yeah. Right down the street from literally, you know, 500 yards away from my apartment at the time. He was there on the beach and saw it. And uh, I didn't evacuate. Uh, I stayed. It was only supposed to be a tropical storm. But I did get to meet him. It was kind of cool. There's only been one storm that we were like, we should have left. Zeta. Yeah. Yeah. That we were like, and but it, we didn't know. Like, it's not like we made the decision to stay. It was a category three borderline category four, but it was not forecasted to be like that. No. It strengthened fast like before I it think, got to us. Was it like wind speed? It was a four, but it didn't have some other characteristics. Yeah, something, something like, like that. Millibars weren't there or something like that. Yeah, something I like that. I think maybe where we are, it was because we, I mean, we could see the Gulf from our front porch. Oh, we yeah. We were so close. So, Sounded like yeah. a freight train trying to come through the front door. Oh, my. I mean. Ooh. Even. Oh, gosh. But yeah, I mean, if you see this new credit card readers, uh, just know there is a camera attached to it. I mean, it doesn't mean it's on. But. Doesn't mean it's on, but just know it's there. Um, but hopefully uh, your transactions will go a lot faster and be able to get out and enjoy your vacation a little bit quicker. All right. I've seen some recent footage from Inside Journey of Water mm. over at Epcot mm-hmm. before its official grand opening. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I'm not really impressed. No. At all. No. Um. This is just like a more fancy area right next to Journey into Imagination with Figment, with the jumping water and stuff like that. Yes, Journey of Water is interactive. The way you wave your hands in the air and different things. But I just don't see the value of taking up that entire area for this attraction when it could have been done over in the animal kingdom and would have fit so much better. Yeah. Just looking at it from an aerial view, it's an eyesore. So I'm guessing to walk by it and to see this huge statue and then all the trees and everything else, I would think it'd be an eyesore. And it just does not look like something that, unless you haven't seen it already, will get a lot of repeat guests going through it. I can see it being popular with families when it's hot. Yes. Um, Otherwise, in my opinion, getting wet in the parks is a nuisance. (laughs) I hate it. Right. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I mean, it'll be cool to walk through. It'll probably be like pretty, maybe at night, especially if it's lit up. But I'm sure it will be. Yeah. No, it's you. It just takes up so much space. It does. It's a huge footprint. Yeah. Oh. On that area. I, I will reserve judgment until we see it. Yeah. I just from the initial look, though, I, it just does not look like it's all that special. And I'm I'm still nighttime spectacular and Moana opening. 10-1. That's my prediction. There are some of the construction walls that have been removed from Journey of Water, though. Oh, well, maybe it'll be sooner then. It might be. Uh, if you didn't know, the attraction's located there in World Nature. It's supposed to open this fall. That too. World yeah. Nature. You hate that, don't you? The new names. Oh, it's World, it's, you know. It's uh, world forever. Discovery, World Nature, and, and just all of a sudden. I mean, yeah, I'm not a fan. It's it's all it's right up there with Creation Shop. And I'll call it Creation <laughs> Shop. That's fine. I cannot I cannot for the life of me remember the the neighborhoods. I can't. No, remember. I can't remember them either, and I don't know why. Mm-mm. But when you say Future World, you you automatically knew. Yeah. It covers this entire area. Yeah. It was all one. And to look at it, I saw some aerial pictures. Of it right now, it looks so weird not having the complete circle area of what Future World used to be around Spaceship Earth, Interventions, Mouse Gear, all that stuff. It looks so strange having Moana sitting over there taking up space and you don't have the other buildings still there. It's just strange. It's very weird. Let me ask you. Let's, let's just for a second. I'm going to give you the name of, an, uh, of a neighborhood. Okay. And I want you to tell me what attractions are in it. Okay, well, all right, hold on a second. All right, hold on. In order to do this, we, we got we to gotta have the, the trivia clock. Oh, okay. Okay, all right. So what three attractions are in World Celebration? <laughs> um, World Celebration. I think that's... What, three attractions? Three attractions are in World Celebration. Ah, that's a trick question. And, nope. I can't, and I can't cheat because you're looking at my screen. Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> um, celebration. Three attra- There's three attractions on either side. Actually, four attractions on one side, three on the other. Because you have the land and you have Soren. And then you have Imagination, Seas with Nemo, and Friends. So I'm going to guess it's the area of Guardians, Test Track, and Mission Space. No? So World Celebration is home to Spaceship Earth, the Disney Pixar Short Film Festival. Oh, come on. And Journey into Imagination with Figment. That's so random. How those three are grouped together? Not even close. <laughs> like one's way over there next to Canada. Yeah. How it... See, this is why I don't like this. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, Mission Space, and Test Track are in World Discovery. Oh, jeez. See, it was a trick question. In World Nature... Is Soren awesome planet living with the land season Nemo and friends <laughs> and Turtle Talk with Crush and I believe we'll be home to Moana. I don't like it. And then everything else, everything else in the park is in World Showcase. 
a world showcase has been world showcase for years. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. These other ones don't make sense. It was a great separation between Future World and World Showcase. The so separation was there. You world, knew why. World Celebration, I guess, is going to be like the middle. Like from Spaceship Earth, like back through, I guess, where Moana's going to be, where the fountain and the, the festival house and all that's going to be in World Celebration. And then it kind of goes like to so the weird. side. Where's the Odyssey? What's that considered? <laughs> uh, it's its own celebration area. I think guess. that's considered World Showcase. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it's so close to Mexico, it should be. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> you think yeah, about it's it. like right between. Yeah, um, by like Space Two Twenty and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's track. Yeah. Well, aye, aye, aye. you know what? Uh, Journey of Water opening soon. Construction walls are coming down. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. I'm always excited to try something new. I am. Repeat of it? No, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, More Epcot news. Uh, Some aerial photos have popped up uh, about the barges that have arrived for Epcot's newest fireworks show, which is set to debut later on this year. This is how Disney World has previously described the brand new show. Guests will be treated to the debut of an all-new Epcot nighttime spectacular later this year. A dazzling display of music, pyrotechnics, lasers, and lighting. The show will feature an original composition and evocative selections from the Disney songbook. All woven together to remind us that we are more alike than different. Hmm. This dramatic new show will bring us together as citizens of the earth uniting us through commonalities of the heart in a dazzling pageant of fireworks, lasers, music, and lights. It's a great description. Lasers. I, I don't just don't know what it is. Because <laughs> you, know, you hadn't told us anything else. Fireworks, um, lasers, music, and light. Yeah. Great combination there. I like, do love that. Illuminations. That's what, that's what it is. Yeah, the lasers make me think illumination. Yeah. So some barges have appeared, um, and these barges apparently have got motors on the back of them. Good barges. Okay, so what does that tell us? Movable barges. These barges will come and go. Hallelujah. And why is Disney doing this? Because we were so upset with the harmonious barges that were stuck in place, and heaven forbid for anybody to mess with the sight lines of World Showcase. And people hated it. I can't tell. I guess these are going to shoot off fireworks. Well, there are these barges here, the pictures that we're looking at. Um, There are some smaller ones. I don't know if they're listed here or not. Let me take a look. This is some of the structure in the picture we're looking at inside the the lagoon itself. Yeah. They're constructing. They're constructing. I'm sorry. But there are some smaller barges as well to go along with these bigger ones that we're looking at. And they've got motors as well. Yeah, these are like U-shaped. They almost look, at first glance, like they're um, ramps. Like you would like, like something off with, of them. Like this one right here? Yeah. Like in that area? Yeah. Like almost like a roller coaster track is what yeah. it kind of looks like in, in one spot. Like if they were covered. If they were If they were covered, you could like drive, like drive a motorbike or something and like launch off of them. That's like yeah. the shape they are. Yeah. So, 
I'm guessing we're not going to have to look at these things all day. Cool. They will come and go. But they seem kind of wide to go through that bridge area to get out to the lagoon, don't they? Thank you, Disney, for listening. (laughs) They seem really wide. I hope they can make it through. I'm sure. Because they're big. Sure they will. I'm sure. But they just look big. I like this pontoon over here. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody's going to join, right? But, I mean... The way Disney describes it, it's very Illuminations-like mm-hmm. in the way they describe it. And with movable barges, like Nicole just said, Disney listened, apparently, because they've got motors on them, so you can like move you them. See this second from the left one? This one here? No. Nope. This one here? My left, yeah. See at the top, there's like sh- like things that are um, these silver things. Yeah. Oh, these? No, right, but right, yeah, these. They're like, they look like they're made to like shoot stuff out of. Maybe they have, maybe those are the laser lights. Because you can see on either side, there's stairs. Yeah, there's stairs there and there's stairs there. Yeah. I don't know. You, go and, and, you know, check out some of the different, um, you know, Disney related uh, websites. And there are these, these aerial photos are everywhere. Yeah. These photos come from a guy on Twitter and his name's Bio Reconstruct or Bioconstruct. I think that was the bio name. Reconstruct. Uh, and he does yes, bio reconstruct. <coughs> and he does awesome aerial photos of all the theme parks. He has a lot of great like epic universe photos and yeah. I forgot about this concept art photo. That doesn't tell me a lot. No. That doesn't tell me a lot at all. <laughs> Other than Epcot and some of the World Showcase too. So I mean I'm cool with it. Maybe, but yeah, we'll, maybe we'll learn more at Destination D. I'm thinking that's when it's going to be Destination D, and we'll find out an actual name. Uh, they may have a small clip of music to play. Yeah, they've been they've been testing. So yeah, you did say they were they were testing there. That was confirmed by a cast member. But yeah, those smaller platforms um, are going to be stored apparently in the central part of each barge, um, with those smaller platforms likely to be deployed somewhere around the World Showcase Lagoon in the evening with the larger barges as well. Uh, they do say that the smaller platforms do have lighting and pyrotechnic capabilities on it. There's apparently going to be six total barges coming out from the hexagonal structure that's going on in the World Showcase Lagoon. But it's flush. But it, it looks it's pretty low to it's the like water. It's flush so, with the water. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think that your sight lines are going to be messed up. Hallelujah. So I hope everybody's happy about that. Hallelujah. <laughs> just, just saying. Just saying. All right. Want to talk about Disney's Hollywood Studios a little bit. You may or may not know the first two episodes of Ahsoka have been released on Disney Plus uh, last week. If you have not started watching this yet, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I highly encourage you to do so. If you finished all of Star Wars Rebels on Disney Plus uh, before watching this, you will understand a lot um, references in the first two episodes. Uh, if you have not, you can still catch up and not have to worry. That's the great thing about the start of Ahsoka so far. Great show. Uh, another one comes out tomorrow. I can't wait at 8 p.m. So seven here. You know what I'll be doing. Um, all the actors have been fantastic. S- some you know, great scenes already. It's it's going to be a fantastic season, uh, season of Ahsoka. Now, Disney Photo Pass has introduced a new Ahsoka-inspired magic shots that are available. 
and a new lens at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in both Disneyland and Walt Disney World, Disney Hollywood Studios uh, to go along with the show's premiere. Now, one of the magic shots is uh, where the guest is put next to a loth cat. And uh, Lothcats were seen occasionally through Star Wars Rebels. Uh, so you'll get a picture of that. The other magic shot is available in front of the Millennium Falcon. And it allows guests to appear in a photo with Chopper, who is also a rambunctious droid from the Star Wars Rebels series. And then also you have the Disney PhotoPass lens, which will place guests inside of a clone trooper uniform. Uh, Clone Troopers, if you don't know, fought alongside Ahsoka and other Jedi during the Clone Wars and the Clone Wars series. Uh, Eventually, they uh, betrayed the Jedi uh, after Emperor Palpatine called for Order 66, if you remember that, to eliminate all the Jedis and everything. Now, the lens is available in the My Disney Experience um, app and also Disneyland mobile application. It is only accessible with the purchase of Disney Genie. Plus. You forgot about the best magic shot. Which one? The Loth Cat. I talked about the Loth Cat. No. I did. Go oh, back did and you? listen to it. Yeah, because I did. I guess I was just reading and, and like reading ahead of you. Missed it. Yeah, yeah, you missed it. Uh, the Loth Cats <laughs> are the cutest. Yeah, they're, they're pretty cute. I mean, and they've been, Loth Cats have been in Galaxy's Edge. What's cuter, a Porg or a Loth Cat? Mmm. Mmm. I don't know. I do not know. Let that marinate while I tell them the rest of this. Uh, Ahsoka Tano uh, has been present at the the Disney parks. Thanks and uh, very popular thanks to the recent premiere. Now, the character has been over at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, but only debuting at the Disneyland version of the park. Does not look like she's going to be appearing at the Walt Disney World Resort anytime soon. Nothing has been confirmed. Why do you get the nice things? <laughs> Why do you get them? Because Imagineering is there. <laughs> I mean, come oversee. on. Come on. I mean, they've finally got the Mandalorian at Disney World, right? Right. Finally. So why can't we get Ahsoka? I mean, come on. I know I'm not there, but I want other people to see her. We'll be there soon enough. Not just Disneyland. Not just Disneyland. Okay, did you decide Lothcat or Porg? I don't know. It depends if a Porg would cuddle you back. If a Porg would cuddle you back. Yeah, because I think a Lothcat would cuddle you back. Do you remember how cuddle-like they were around Chewbacca? Yeah. In the film? I think, yeah, I, I think a Porg. You think a Porg? Yep. I would I would take the loth cat. Mm. Why would you say pork while I open up email? Kitty Wumpus. Um, I'm just not like a big cat person, and I feel like the loth cats are kind of sassy. Sassy. And I need something that's well, going then, to okay. love me unconditionally. Sassy like you? Yeah, I, yeah. There can't be too oh, sassy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Too yeah. much. So I need something like my dog. That is just going to love me unconditionally. Unconditional love. <laughs> I have one of those dogs. Not Miley. My dog. Kona. That you can do anything. You can pick her up. You can spin her around. You can open up her mouth and blow in her ears. And she's not going to do anything. <laughs> She'll just like let you just like hold her down and love on her. I need it. I need that. I think you've described Kona very, very well. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what she is. 
That's all the news that I got, just so you know. Do have a birthday to do. I want to say every uh, thank you to everybody who sent birthday wishes to me. Thank you very, very much for that, by the way, last week. Um, that was very nice. But our birthday shout out this week goes like this. What does it say? Good afternoon. Good, Good afternoon. afternoon. I wanted to wish Elise a happy 15th birthday. Her birthday is the 31st, but didn't know if this would be better for this show or next week. Here it goes. <laughs> As you both know, she is my Disney-loving daughter. We take a couple of daddy-daughter trips together every year. I love you so much, princess, and I'm so proud of all you've accomplished and how you have grown. No one is more proud of you than me. My choir singing, cheerleading girl, I love you with all my heart, and I can't wait for our next trip in November. Happy birthday, Elise. And that is from Trey. Happy birthday, Elise. Happy birthday. Your birthday is a couple days away. It is. It's going to be 15. I always remember that you and Elise have birthdays very close to each other. We do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So, Dad, guess what? Uh, Driving is coming. Uh, Driver's license is coming. Uh, That first car is coming. So close to Sweet 16. I hope you're ready. At least don't give give him don't give him a hard time about it. Okay, my my niece is going through this right now. She just turned fifteen, just got her license, and you know they told her you're not getting your first car until you're sixteen, and she's just distraught. I mean, just like poking the them the in the head constantly. I want a car. I want a car. I want a car. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to make it to sixteen. I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> but uh, at least we hope you have a fantastic day, and we're going to give you that. Heck yeah! We're going to give you sparkles too. If you would like to do a birthday shout out here on the show, this is how you can do it. You can send us an email at DW60 at SRSounds.com or leave us a voicemail or shoot us a text message at 408-909-3960, which is 408-909-DW60. For everybody out there celebrating a birthday, this message is for you. Hiya, pals. We heard it was somebody's birthday. Oh, Mickey, I love birthdays. Me too. <laughs> and guess what? Donald and Daisy brought a special cake for you. Oh, great idea, Donald. Ready, everyone? On the count of three. One, two, three. That's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio. SRSounds.com. I almost got my hand and arm stuck between the desk and the chair. Trying to grab something during that. I was like, I can't get my arm loose. (laughs) I've got to hit a button. Mayday, mayday. Please help. Okay, I'm, I'm good to go. Uh, so that sound means we've come to the end of the show. We want to thank everybody for checking out DW60's Press Row this week. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, whatever it is, we are so glad that you're part of the sort of the DW60 Press Row family. And, of course, most of you are part of the Sorcerer Radio family as well. Uh, we encourage you to listen to uh, DW60 
every Friday morning on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com. It happens at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, and it has a replay of the show at 7 p.m. Eastern Time that day as well. If you need to get in contact with us, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Here's how. You can find us on Facebook, the DW60 Press Row Facebook page. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at DW60 Press Row. We are over on Patreon if you'd like to see bonus episodes, behind the scenes, um, discussions, anything like that, and support the show as DW60 Press Row Podcast. And like we mentioned earlier, if you'd like to send us an email or leave us a text message or a voicemail, you can send the email to DW60 at srsounds.com or call us at 408-909-DW60. Really hope that everybody who is in the state of Florida, we hope and pray that you stay safe and that you'll be okay through all of this. Um, most of you are veterans, you know, um, when it comes to hurricanes and right. tropical storms and stuff. So I know you're prepared. I know you're ready. Hunker down. Enjoy some, you know, a great podcast. Um, you know, listen to Sorcerer Radio if you still got power, stuff like that. If not, you know, save those batteries and everything else. Uh, but we do hope that you get through the week okay and that you stay safe uh, during this upcoming storm that is on the way. And thank you so much for listening to the show. If you're listening on like Apple Podcasts, we'd really like for you to give us those five-star ratings. Uh, reviewing the show and sharing the show is also so important. It helps the show get out to so many different people. So please share the show when you listen to it on the platform that you're using and let people know that you enjoy DW60. Until next time, we hope that you have a magical day. Take care, everybody.